This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups, and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. Issue number 223. Yep, last week I forgot to mention that it was a palindromic show number. It was show number 222 when I talked to Damon from SEO National. But I will mention it today because today we don't have an interview show. We just have me rambling on. And today we're going to talk a bit about how to help you innovate by exposing yourself exposing yourself. So to innovate, you have to absorb information, let it percolate in your head, let it percolate in your brain, and then take that percolated mass and apply it to your current challenges. So on our sister podcast, Think Life, I interviewed a purpose coach who knew that there was such a thing. And uh, he had this great method to determine a person's purpose in life in two questions. I mean, I won't tell you the two questions. You'll just have to listen to that show for that. But I will tell you that the purpose that resulted from his questions to me was to amaze people. People should come away from any interactions with me amazed. So maybe I'll just don a cape and rebrand myself the Amazing Chris. As a magician, you know, I do actually, I actually do have kind of like an outfit that I wore at a medieval festival once. Yeah, you guys are probably thinking to myself, yeah, the guy's such a geek. He's such a nerd. I'm sure he had a wizard's cloak for the Renaissance Fair. Yep, I did. I'll rebrand myself the Amazing Chris and amaze you with my ledger domain. But we went on to talk about how finding your purpose doesn't really mean that your whole life will need to change. It just means that it reveals the purpose that you've always had within you to yourself. Because a lot of times you have been doing things over the course of your life, which, uh, how do I say this? There's things that you've been doing over the course of your life which align to your purpose, but you didn't know that they aligned to your purpose. So sometimes you think, why am I doing this? It's not working, but it actually did align to your purpose. So why am I talking about this? Well, during that interview, we talked a lot about how I I ideate, how I come up with new ideas. 
Now, what I do is I am I think of myself as a, like a giant funnel. Like my brain is a giant funnel. Imagine a giant funnel on the top of your head, and I just throw everything into it. I throw tons of information into it. I, I, I look at everything from technology to philosophy, sociology, physics, innovation, science fiction, startup tactics. Look at startups, look at politics, look at sociology, look at anthropology. All these different topics. Philosophy. And I just sort of throw it all into this funnel and I load it into my head. And I try to expose myself to as much interesting and varied information as possible. And it's not just reading. It's not just watching videos. It's not just listening to podcasts. It's also talking to people, reading books, audiobooks, YouTube videos, new places, anything. Just exposing myself to new things. And I take this all in. You take it all in and all day, every day, without judgment. Without judgment. Now, that's the key because you don't look at it and say, oh, that's not right. I'm not going to think about that, or I'm not going to think about this, or this is wrong, or don't go there. I don't think about those things as being too weird or too out there. Because all of this stuff comes in and helps to inform the things I develop. And I just let it percolate in my head. And then the ideas do flow, either in response to a challenge, or whatever the various elements in my head combine in such a way to spark a new idea. And then I write it down and use it. And I use James Altucher's, at least I think his first name is James, his concept of being an idea generator. You just sort of sit down and generate 10 ideas a day. I write down 10 ideas a day. And sometimes I cover them in my show, and sometimes I don't cover them in my show. But I have this giant, I have this enormous list of ideas. And these all come from taking all these things into my head, exposing myself to new things, new experiences, and then allowing them to percolate and combine and mash up to create new ideas. Now, some people think, well, that's, but that's you, Chris. You can do that. I can't. I can't do that. I can't do that. But I don't think that's, I don't think that's right at all. I think everyone can do that. I think everyone can do that. I mean, a lot of people say that thinking about the future is hard and good ideas are hard to come by. But unless you have the right materials to put together to come up with that idea, then you're not going to be able to do it. I mean, it's the same reason why people start saying, well, you know, you have to think outside the box. Well, thinking outside the box is basically saying, don't look at the materials inside the box to come up with your solution. Look at the materials outside of the box and combine them with some of the materials outside of the box and inside of the box to come up with a new solution. It's almost like having a set of Lego blocks. You have a set of Lego blocks right now. That set of Lego blocks is all the experiences you've ever had in your life. And you're trying to take that set of Lego blocks and build a specific kind of structure. I wouldn't be surprised if those that set of Lego blocks doesn't have all the pieces that you need in order to build the structure that you're looking for. So you have to go outside and bring other Lego blocks in. And maybe the thing that you do is when you get these new mega Lego blocks and combine them with the Lego blocks you already have, you might come up with something which will answer the question or which will build the thing you want. It might not look exactly the way you expect it to. Because these new Lego blocks might be weird and strange colors, strange shapes, etc. 
but you'll build something new and different because you've combined the old Lego blocks and the new Lego blocks. Just think about it as building a product. When you're building a quality idea, when you're building a quality product, you need quality materials to build that quality program. So when you want to build a quality idea, you need suitable quality material. You'll have a tough time building something new if all you have is old material. Imagine your current challenge as creating something new, but you only have old parts to work with. Now, I don't know if you're a Trekkie, but I'm a Trekkie. I've been watching Star Trek for a really long time. But do you remember City on the Edge of Forever, one of the best episodes of the original series? And Kirk and Spock go back in time. They're in the, in the 40s or 30s or something like that. And just before Nazi Germany starts the Second World War. And Spock is trying to take his tricorder. He's trying to rebuild a tricorder. <laughs> and the phrase he uses is, uh, you expect me to build a tricorder from stone knives and bearskins. And he had to send Kirk all over the city to bring new parts back to him so he could actually build that tricorder. And this is the same thing that we're talking about. If you want to make something new, if you want to build something new, if you want to create something new, you need new materials to make this new thing. And if you don't fill up your funnel with new materials, like new experiences, new learnings, new people, new places, then it's very, very challenging to solve problems with new solutions. This is why you have to be the funnel. You have to expose yourself. You have to capture as many different and disparate sources into your head. Bring that new material in and then allow your brain to use that new material to build new neural connections, which will trigger new ideas and fresh thinking. This is why I say life is school. I highly encourage continuous learning in all areas, especially those areas that are not your core skill set. So if you are, for example, a Ruby on Rails programmer, you might want to read some philosophy. You might want to subscribe to the new philosopher. You might want to read about sociology. You might want to read about stoicism. You might want to read about anthropology. Fill your head with quality new materials. And those new materials will trigger new ideas, will trigger fresh thinking, will trigger new solutions that you may not have thought of before. So, and not the only that, not only will those trigger new ideas, the actual act of exposing yourself to new experiences will trigger serendipitous connections as well. And I've talked at length before about how serendipity is really important in developing new innovative products and services. And those can generate real innovation. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future, future, future.